Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava, and today is Tuesday, July 12th, 2022. It's been a busy day. I got up a little bit later than normal because I was up super late last night, so we can talk about a little bit some of the Amazon uh, Prime Day stuff that I was looking at, and then we can also touch on just some of the general releases and stuff that we had today. So let's just touch on that, and then uh, we can kind of get into the day. So last night, pretty late, I was realizing that Amazon Prime was a lot closer than I expected. I really wasn't paying too much attention to it, and then I realized that it was today, and so I started going through. There's a couple accounts that I follow, um, and I kind of look for deals on, one of them being uh, Fat Kid Deals. It's a strange name for a deals account, but that's what his name is, and I followed him back when I was in college, and I since then have kind of stopped following him a little bit, but overall, uh, you know, if you want deals and you want Amazon deals or Lightning deals or any of that kind of stuff, he does have a pretty good, a pretty good kind of uh, touch and pulse on what's going on deal-wise on Amazon. And the way that the account works is that he tweets out affiliate links, so you know, when you click on that to buy, he gets a kickback from that. So he's looking for deals to provide people with deals. He's also getting a small kickback from each purchase that's made using his affiliate links. So overall, it's kind of a, a pretty decent transaction for both people, I, or I guess everybody involved, because him, Amazon, and the person buying it all end up making out better on the deal than if they didn't know that there was a deal and they just bought it at full price, or if Amazon didn't get the sale or if he didn't get the kickback. So overall, it's pretty cool. I, I like that kind of a business model. And he has been tweeting out a ton of stuff today, so I've been paying attention to that. I was looking at it last night, and there were two things that popped up that caught my eye. The first of them being there was a printer. It was like a thermal printer. It was regularly, I think, $180, which is overpriced for this particular printer because a Rolo printer retails at that. And if you get the opportunity to either get a Rolo printer or just like a uh, you know, fake third, uh, what do I want to call it? Like it's one of the uh, private label, just regular printers out there that's a thermal printer on Amazon. Definitely go with Rolo. They, they make a much better product. But Either way, this was reduced to 50 bucks, so that kind of tells you probably what it's worth, and the Rolo printers never go on sale. So I ended up grabbing one of these. I want to use it to do either my thermal labels for like the big like shipping labels or do the uh, FN SKUs for Amazon. I haven't kind of figured that out yet, but it is kind of a pain switching back and forth between printers, and I mean, if I was just starting out, I wouldn't do this, but I kind of had the capital now to be able to buy two thermal printers and not kill me so I bought one of those because that'll be a little bit of a speed up on the process of printing and shipping and all that kind of stuff for Amazon and then the other thing that I looked at buying and did purchase a few of was this deal that I thought was a deal and Amazon from time to time will have price errors and so I had kind of thought that this may have just been like the first prime day deal but there was this set of Philips Hue lights that went on sale and I think it was a set of four is what it said on Amazon, and it was for this price of one. And I was like, wow, that's a huge deal. They're really kicking off Prime Day good. So I bought a bunch of them because they're reselling on eBay pretty well, uh, pretty much at like full price on eBay. And what I think ended up happening was they probably ended up doing a price error because after looking back at it, they changed all my orders to have a photo of just one. So that'll be interesting. I'll have to talk to them and see what the heck's going on with that because it did look like there was going to be four in it. So you know, it looked like a great deal, and that would probably be something that would be resellable. So those are the couple purchases that I made last night. Um, and much past that, it's just been pretty quiet all day. There's been some deals if you needed stuff, but really those are the main things that I looked at. And that 
thermal printer. I didn't even think it was that great of a deal. I just figured that it was like on sale and uh, it was like 55 or $59. So I bought it. I didn't realize that that was like a super cheap price for it because I think it was on sale again today for like 120 or maybe like 80. Um, but there really weren't any nearly that cheap and it did have a decent amount of reviews. So you kind of got to go with what's on Amazon. If there's a lot of reviews and they typically are like four and a half or five stars, then I kind of roll with it because A, it's very tough to get a review on a product and B, if it's that high of a review, like most people don't leave reviews anyways, right? Like I've never left a review for a product. You've probably never left a review for a product. And so if a customer's leaving a review, it's typically because they were unhappy with the product and they're like trying to let their anger out. So for a customer to first off leave a review is remarkable, but the second off leave a review that's positive and has like good feedback on it and stuff for the, the item itself, that's very tough. So it really had to have been a good item. And so if you have like a lot of reviews, even like even something like as small as like 50 or 100 reviews, that kind of thing does stand out to me sometimes because it is really hard to get reviews legitimately on Amazon uh, without doing some sort of weird like, uh, you know, paying somebody or something that you're like not supposed to do. Like they don't want you to do that kind of stuff if you're selling private label. Uh, some people do it and they get away with it, but it's really tough to be able to pull that off because Amazon's pretty savvy and they figure out what this kind of stuff uh, when it happens and stuff. So. Those are what I looked at. That's what I bought. We'll see if the lights come in packs of four. I'm really hoping they are because I was hoping to sell those. If not, then I will have to figure out what I'm going to do with those. Probably end up returning them just because uh, that was not what was pictured. So that's kind of the the gambit you run with Amazon though. Um, if it looks too good to be true, sometimes it can be. And that's also goes for the seller as well, right? If you're selling a product and the photo or the description or the brand doesn't match 100% as to what you're selling, and you may be able to get away with that a little bit if it's a different product, uh, like covering. And what I mean by that is they update, like, you know, brands update their packaging all the time. If it's the same product but a different packaging, sometimes you could probably get away with, like, sending in a product that has maybe a different packaging. You just put, like, hey, the packaging's changed, like a sticker on the, the box or something. That's usually probably fine. But uh, some of these other things like, you know, massive changes in the product where they change like the way it is or they changed uh, or it's just like not the same or they show like a two pack online and you really it's really only like a listing for one pack or vice versa. Like I stay away from those because you're held liable for that. And sellers should know that if they're selling something that they need to uh, accurately match the description and what is pictured and what is shown. And so in that way, like Amazon, they didn't do that, which I kind of assumed that they were going to have. Um, four in the pack and now they changed all the photos to one so it's kind of making me feel like they've kind of went back on that a little bit so we'll see what ends up happening I'm really hoping like I said they do ship four per pack but if they don't then again it's just a return and that's on that so either way we'll see how that goes much past that today's been a little bit slower we did have some releases today at 10 that was pretty cool we had about four really decent dunk lows that came out profit wise there was a couple of the like the recycled dunk lows that are like made out of the recyclable materials and stuff. I forget what the, the line is called for that, but they have like a special name for that. And then there was a couple other pairs. I think there was one pair of men's and maybe three pairs of women's, two of them being that recycled material and then one of them being the blue paisleys. All very good, very profitable shoes. Usually like they were all hovering right around 180 to 200 plus. Uh, in resale value and I think the price for each one was 100 bucks a pair so really really good profitable shoes right there and I entered for all of them stock must have been super low I didn't even take a chance to look at it yet today but it had to have been because I didn't hit on a single account and I entered with four accounts so uh, kind of a bummer there I had 16 entries and didn't hit anything but that is sometimes the way things go and you kind of got to move on from it and realize there's 
hundreds if not you know hundreds of thousands of entries if not millions of entries for any given shoe and uh you know you kind of have to take your chances and, and enter for it and hope you win but there's sometimes a chance that you don't so that's kind of what happened today other than that i took a little bit of time today i had to do some running around i'd do some stuff uh go to the bank and drop a couple things off there and then i also had to go and recycle a bunch of boxes and like my garage or my parents garage has just been stacking up with boxes and the way that i store them i just break them all down i know some people they have a ton of space and they'll leave them all together because they want to save on tape and stuff i don't want to do that i used to do that and it was just such a mess and it looked terrible and it's just like there's no space to store anything so i ended up breaking them all down and then i just used one big box and i put all the boxes standing upright inside that box so it's kind of like a holding container for them and so it's pretty it's a pretty easy way to kind of store all the boxes and that's been really good for me but i have like some really oversized ones left over from q4 of last year and like just all these uh, different items i've had shipped out throughout the year to where i probably had 60 or 70 uh boxes that like you could probably fit uh i don't know like they, they were like as tall as me boxes like they're big like they, they're really big boxes and they were taking up a lot of space they were all broken down but i had so many of them you really couldn't uh, move as well in the garages I would have liked so I ended up taking those and there's like a small recycling center uh, down the road so took them all down there got rid of all those garages way cleaner like way more easier to, to move around now I have like a place to drop off boxes which is good so I'd encourage you like if you can find somewhere to get rid of your boxes if you have too many do that I think oftentimes the problem is that we don't have enough boxes but as you kind of build up your inventory and you continue to buy and if you move into online arbitrage you'll probably soon find out that you have way too many boxes and you don't know what to do with them so I, I like eBay for the fact that it does give me an outlet to move a lot of those boxes on. So if I have Walmart boxes, I have Target boxes, I have Amazon boxes, I can sell on eBay and obviously use all those boxes. If you're selling on Amazon and you're doing Fulfilled by Merchant where you're shipping out each individual order, do not, and, and like seriously, do not ship out in a non-Amazon box because you will get in trouble for that. That somebody will reach out and think that you're drop shipping or they'll think that the product was bought on Walmart and they'll be upset with you. So like you have to use an Amazon box if you're gonna ship it. I've I've done it before without using that probably just because I didn't know that. But as I've learned more about Amazon, using an Amazon branded box or just like a non-branded box is, is, is key. And obviously this should go without saying, but I've almost done it a time or two, not paying attention. Uh, don't use eBay tape on those, right? If you're shipping it to, I wouldn't use it anyways. If you're shipping anything to Amazon, I know some people send in boxes to Amazon for FBA, where you basically pack all your stuff into a large, uh, a large box. You pack all your items into there with their SKUs on it, and then the people at the Amazon fulfillment center, the workers there, they unpack it and stuff. I still wouldn't send in a box covered in eBay tape to them. People do it, and they're fine. It's not like it's going to hurt you, but um, I definitely would not do that to a customer if they're buying through Amazon and you're fulfilling it by merchant or you're sending it directly to their house because you're going to get a complaint about that like maybe one time two times you'll get off and you'll be fine um but really like don't do that because that sort of stuff sending it in a walmart or a target box to an amazon customer using ebay tape like those are things that are going to get your account suspended pretty easily and amazon's not like a, a platform that you really want to play around with because they are very serious about their customer satisfaction and they're very serious about the way their product looks. And if you're selling something on their platform, that's a representation of them. And so you don't want to like, you don't want to be an idiot and do stuff that maybe they wouldn't want you to do, like ship stuff in non-branded boxes that like are like not Amazon branded, but branded as in like Walmart branded, right? Or using eBay tape, like those things, no go on Amazon. So outside of that, drop those off and then just really spent the rest of the day. I was looking for a few deals. I pinged for a few of them in GFNF and then most of the other stuff I did was just looking for items to sell, 
it's been a bit slower. I've still been able to find some stuff. I've been finding some new brands I need to look into, uh, which is good, right? Just the whole point of research is to find brands you can kind of rabbit trail down or find items that you can kind of replenish. And those are called replens. I've been talking about this a while. So, um, you know, trying to find items that are consistently sellable. That's really what I've been doing for the past couple of months. I've built up my inventory a little bit. I still need to be able to get a little bit more data, find some more items, send stuff in, but it's going well. So I'm happy about that. I kind of am happy with the way things are looking for Amazon. And obviously things like Prime Day, they obviously jump a little bit in sales. Your sales will kind of get bumped a little bit, which is good. I saw a bunch of people over the weekend, the past weekend saying how they literally had no sales. And like, it was like really, really crazy. Like for people that were having a couple thousand dollar days regularly, the one guy posted in one of the Facebook groups that I was in, he said that he got $8 worth of sales on it was either Saturday or Sunday compared to like thousands every day before that. Um, and so it just kind of goes to show that you can really suffer in the summertime if you're not prepared to weather the storm. The economy's down right now and it's like summer. So nobody's buying retail stuff in summer. Most people are on vacation. And unless you really have like a summer product like pools or swimsuits or something that is very summer seasonal like based, you're going to have a tough time making just regular everyday sales. And so that's kind of called the summer slowdown is what a lot of resellers and just businesses will refer to it as, more so the reselling community. But it's true. Like it does happen and it's unavoidable in some ways. And it's completely like, uh, you know, you can kind of do better during the summer if you're prepared for it. So if you have a little bit more capital ready to deploy, if you need to have that, or if you have inventory that you want to list on eBay, if you're doing eBay and you want to continue to get listings going, you know, maybe stacking up a little bit of extra inventory that you can continue to list, continue to drive traffic to your store and continue to make sales, that sort of stuff can help too. So there's a bunch of different ways you can attack it. But for right now, I'm not as concerned because Prime Day is here. So like Prime Day is kind of the it's kind of like the signal is to like sales should jump up a little bit. They shouldn't like go back to what they were in Q1 or even Q4 or anything like that. But Prime Day is kind of like they usually position it as a way to kind of get people back into buying. And it usually works that way. I've seen a lot of people say that Prime Day is kind of like the the signal for people to start buying a little bit more again than they were in the summer. A lot of people are actually not even going on vacations. Like as July kind of exits out, most people are going to be going back to school. So there's less vacations. There's less people that are out and about. They're going to be going like the kids are back to school. The parents will be at work. So there will be a need for people to buy stuff again, back to school supplies and people start prepping for Q4. And then we're back like into the, the really busy season for retail. But from those months of like May, June, July, it's slow. And especially June is, is extremely slow. That that two month or that two week period at the end of June, so the last two weeks of June and the first two weeks of July are obscenely slow. And I can kind of reflect it in my own life. I really haven't bought anything, right? The only thing I bought was because of Prime Day. And that's exactly why Amazon did it, right? Nobody's buying right now. And so if you give them a reason to buy by having all these kind of deals and all these things that are going on, that'll promote people to buy. And now I'm like in a buying spirit right now, right? I want to go buy some more stuff on Amazon, uh, or at least I feel more comfortable to do it. And I'm paying attention to the deals. Whereas uh, a week or two ago, I wasn't looking at any deals and I really wasn't on Amazon very much at all, unless I needed something for my business. If I needed poly bags or I needed labels, I'd buy those on Amazon. But outside of that, I'm not looking for anything. And now I'm kind of paying attention a little bit more. Today, I've been paying attention a lot more. And that's kind of what the average American's doing. So it is really helpful in a way that if you're a reseller and you want to jump on that that kind of Amazon Prime wave, that's helpful. 
And the other thing is, apparently they're planning on doing a second one this year, and I don't know if it is tied into Black Friday or if it's separate from Black Friday, but the more the merrier, because if you're an Amazon seller, uh, driving more people to the platform is always better than not. So it is kind of a, a boost to your sales. Now I haven't had a huge boost, but I don't have a ton of inventory either. I did I did get like a sale today. I'll probably get a couple more before the night's over. But even at that, like a lot of my inventory is almost sold out and I'm still trying to plug away and say, okay, do I want to send more of this item in or did I just clear that item out because uh, I wanted to get rid of it because it didn't look like it was going to be that profitable. It's been sitting in there 30, 40 days. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be doing anything. The prices haven't recovered. Probably going to sell that item off. And you kind of have to make those decisions. Um, but, you know, at least it's kind of boosted sales a little bit. The past couple of days before yesterday, I really didn't have any sales. And then the days before that, I did have a lot of sales. So it was just like, it's very up and down. The summertime's a slower time. So don't be discouraged if things aren't selling like crazy right now. As we move out of the summer, as we move into Q4, things will pick up. And Q4, if you're new here, is the months of October, November, and December. I even treat September as that a little bit because even things are way better in September. People start buying stuff for Halloween. And honestly, like I'm gonna start making sure all my Halloween listings are ready now because around the end of July is when people have started buying Halloween stuff out of my eBay store. So again, if you're if you're concerned about sales, I wouldn't be. If anything, I would make sure that you're well prepared for that uh, kind of fall push in the Q4 uh, season that comes along with reselling because there's gonna be a lot of sales to be made there. And it's not gonna be like the end all be all. Not all your stuff is gonna sell, but it'll definitely be a lot faster of a pace than it is now on eBay, than it is now on Amazon, Mercari, the whole nine yards it'll be way better than it is now. So if you're discouraged, kind of hold out until that point, keep looking for stuff, keep learning, keep growing, keep building your business. And as Q4 comes along, that should help kind of push things along a little bit more, help you to get some more sales. So anyway, with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Tuesday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.